The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. No, you all didn't know the old me that for 40 years, Darren, I was a kamikaze. The fact that I'm alive is a miracle. How about that? I've ridden steers, jumped off cliffs, been shot and been shot at, and I survived it all. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, we're live. Hey, what's up? How do you like us so far? It's uh, hour two of the RP Show, your favorite sports and talk, sports talk, in the daytime program on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, your favorite podcast platform. And um, let's bring in the Moose as we just continue the fun and frivolity. Darren DuPont, hey Moose. It's interesting when I see the audience say, man, this show went by so fast. And uh, it's taking a lot of planning, right? And a lot of carefully crafted strategy to look like we have no planning at all. It's like Dolly Parton saying, it costs a lot to look this cheap. I'm saying we've covered a lot of ground, but this is the really fun part where we really bring in the viewers and audience participation. But for those that are watching on Game Plus, not the listeners in Metro Atlanta, they can't see that I'm wearing a Toronto Blue Jays quarter zip. My favorite thing in the world to wear, as Darren knows, is a quarter zip of any team, league, whatever. And if it can be dry fit, even better which this is. Uh, The Blue Jays in the news, they've shored up their squad heading into the upcoming MLB season. The Jays finalized a one-year $9.3 million contract with longtime San Francisco first baseman Brandon Belt and acquired righty Zach Thompson in a trade with Pittsburgh. Pitchers Julian Merriweather and Junior Fernandez were designated for assignment to make room. But it's January and we're not that hardcore of Blue Jays fans. We are during the season, right? And that's when, frankly, I got in the throes of whether they won or lost on a daily basis, because I hadn't for 20 years when they were junk. But we're not. that's the extent of our Blue Jays talk on the RP show in January. You're welcome. Um, I just want to say this about the Leafs metal shingle guy. For those that just tuned in, We're asking you, as we've hit the official midway point of the NHL season, today marks 51%, says NHL PR and Game Notes today. Are you giving your team a thumbs up or a thumbs down? Moose is giving his Leafs a thumbs up. Obviously, they're the number two team in our NHL top five this week. I've given the three teams that I follow the most, for the most part, thumbs up. Vegas, a straight thumbs up. Calgary, an E. Close. And Florida, about a here, but the Panthers are trending up. Big win in Colorado last night. Metal Shingle Guy writes in and he says, Well, I haven't watched much, but halfway through the season, is there still a chance for the Leafs dupes? <laughs> Go blue. Uh, how would you answer that, Darren? Yes, there is a chance, but this group needs to... Find a way to be different. And, yeah, they're continuing to roll in the regular season, but they got to find a way to be different uh, come the playoffs. And I don't know if that's grit. It's it's heart, really, is what it is. And, 
you know, it's hard to tell how much heart a team has in the regular season. It really is. Dave in the Queen City is watching on Game Plus TV. 902-518-3033. He's texted in and he says, a comedian once said, you aren't cheering for the player, you're cheering for the uniform. If the player moves to another team, you hate and boo them. Whom are you referring to? Who's the comedian, Dave? I couldn't disagree with that more emphatically. But again, that's just me. And now would be a good time to maybe bring that up with our audience, particularly the new viewers. And I want their opinion, because I'm going to give mine on my story. August 9th, 1988, my heart was broken. The Orders traded Wayne Gretzky. I stopped being an Orders fan that day. And I cheered for Wayne when he went to L.A., but it didn't really feel right. But I bought the black and silver Kings jersey, got the haircut, the crew cut like Wayne had back in 1988. I loved him. Stopped cheering for the team. But again, that's me. I've always been the round peg in the square hole. I'm used to it by now. But to boo the guy? That sucks, dude. Um... How would you answer? And who was the comedian? Dave, tell me who was the comedian. Because I want you yeah. to unfollow him on Twitter. I don't like that. <laughs> you? It all depends on, on the situations and circumstances surrounding the departure. For a lot of situations, it's not the player's choice. I think when you look at free agents yeah. leaving your team and going to a rival or going to another team or demanding a trade. But for me, I look at the Tennessee Titans and A.J. Brown. He got traded in the offseason at the draft to the Philadelphia Eagles, and Titans fans were upset, but not really at A.J. Brown. He came back into Tennessee as a member of the, the Eagles, and we weren't booing him, but he torched us. And then I just remember his touchdown celebration. He took his towel and whipped the goalpost and then gave it a hug. And in the postgame press conference, he says, that was just to show everybody, you're going to take your beating today, but I still love you. And you can have that relationship, I think, where you can still like the player, but it depends on the circumstance. I'm sure it's really weird. Let's have some real fun here. Michael Wynn is watching from his sporting goods store in Winnipeg, and he's just tweeted a photo, taken a photo of you and me on the, on the television on Game Plus TV and tweeted it. Ice Time Sports in Winnipeg, by the way, check it out. I can't even imagine what it's like to be watching or listening to the show and be able to write the host. Can you just... Doesn't, ha doesn't happen anywhere. <laughs> um, and last hour, a shout out to our friend in Winnipeg at Ice Time Sports. Thank you. Appreciate the longtime support. We do need to get this show back out on the road. I mean, COVID really screwed everything up. You know, we went to Winnipeg. We had a meet and greet at Hooters, of all things. And he was there, as was John um, from Winnipeg. And a cast of thousands. We need to get to doing that again. Get out on the road more. Anyways, we were talking about the NHL All-Star Game. And, and Moose there, he's brought the sizzle today. The he was saying, if you don't like the NHL All-Star Game, it's because you're too old. So zip it. <laughs> That's me paraphrasing what, what Moose had to say. And I, was, and I was bringing up my good and longtime friend, Tiger Williams, who's told the story, the NHL penalty minutes leader, of flattening Mike Bossy in an all-star game. It was the last all-star game Tiger's ever been invited to. The viewers were writing in and said it was 1980, and thank you for the uh, reminder on that. David Magyar is watching in Winnipeg, where we're very big on in Winnipeg. He says, Tiger Williams, 35 goals and 343 penalty minutes with the Canucks, 1980-81. He was fun to watch, whether it was his fist flying or riding his stick after a goal. Entertaining. And Tiger will tell you, by the way, because I have spent a lot of time with that dude, and I love him. He only rode his stick one time. One time he rode his stick down the ice. And we all remember that iconic photo, one time. If you go, go Google it. You would think there'd be all kinds of photos of him in a Leaf jersey, a Kings jersey, a Whalers jersey. Nope. One time. <laughs> That's once. He's remember, remember, yeah, one time.
I pride myself on being a hockey fan and, and not necessarily being a historian of the game. But that's something I never fact-checked. And I would have thought, and I'm sure hockey fans would think that, that don't know from that era, every time he scored a goal, ride the stick. Every time he did something, ride the stick. Thought that would have been like as common as the Jaeger salute. You know? One no. time. How about that? Well, and for our older viewers watching, and maybe even Lou, Lou might, Peter Labardi is coming up, Calgary Flames broadcaster, later on this hour. He might be able to attest he's a little older than me. But if, if I'm right, it was like Vancouver's return to Toronto because Tiger loved, loved playing for the Maple Leafs. Loved it. And when he got traded, it broke his heart. When you switch teams or leave a team, it happens. Um, I know personally, when he went back in there with Vancouver, he scored and rode his stick. I believe that was the story. To just sort of like, you know what I mean? Like sort of a yeah. middle finger to Harold Ballard for trading him. So that's the thing. You got to, to these towns that want to do a fundraiser, do a sports banquet, man, and bring in these NHL greats like Tiger or Stu Grimson, these kinds of guys, because the stories are unbelievable. And the first one I ever did with Tiger, I was afraid. I had never met him before. He's from Weyburn. I'm from Milestone, 30 miles apart, 40. And I was scared to meet him because it was Tiger Williams. I met him. We clicked like that, man. Clicked. Probably doesn't surprise I love, I love that you talk yeah. about the sports banquets, and it makes me think, like, I feel like we're in the golden era or towards the end of the golden era of sports banquets. You know, so when you say get these guys booked while you still can, if you're having an event, plan an event, get these guys because the stories are so good. I wonder if today's athletes will become as great on the banquet circuit 15, 20 years from now, as yesterday's players are today? Yes and no, but Tiger and I have had that talk. The Medanos, the Hulls, the Lindrosses, they don't need to do it. And a lot of these guys that are on the banquet trail, it's their job, not Tiger's. Because as Tiger said to me one time, Rod, there are rich men and then there are wealthy men, and I'm a very wealthy man. <laughs> Tiger said that, and he's not lying. Stu Grimson doesn't need the money. He's a lawyer, for God's sakes, in Nashville. But these guys that are like my age, they just don't really feel the need to do it. So it is the older guys. You're right. It is the golden era. But there are some that are doing it. Matthew Barnaby's doing it. Andrew Waugh's doing it. And those guys are great, too. But it's far more rare. And holy smokes, are we off point on where I wanted to stay today. Uh, 111, thank you, Ryan, in New York for pointing that out. And 1111 Mountain. 111 here in the East. Jeff Kabilis. Beautiful. Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg says Timu was ticked when the Jets traded him. He goes, I don't want to go back there. That's the one thing about Winnipeg. I have a lot of respect for them as a city for a lot of reasons. And one of those is the baggage with which they carry. Dale Howarchuk being traded, Timu Salani being traded. It's not fair. And I'm not going to sit here and talk about it now. Jerry Seinfeld was the guy that said you... Jerry Seinfeld, I don't even think is a sports fan. He said that you, you cheer for the team, not the player. I would be very disappointed in Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, two things. Did you see my poll that I read from the PR firm about the best and worst cities in America to be laid over in? No. Okay, I read it, and I could read it again, but it's because there was 7,000 flights canceled last week in America. So if you're going to be laid over, these are the top five cities that you want to lay over in, i.e., they'll get you on another fight, flight soon, and there's a lot of stuff to do. Number one, New York. Number two, Chicago. Number three, Los Angeles. Number four, Houston. Number five, Miami. I've been in all those airports and I would attest. Those are good ones. Uh, Vegas is six, by the way. Worst cities. The top three are all in Hawaii. Here we go. And then the next two. Yeah, the next, well, Hilo, Kalua, Kona, and Kahului. Pasaglia. Four and five are Anchorage and Fairbanks, Alaska. 
Then it goes Hawaii, Montana, Montana, Tennessee, Washington. Um, Canada, I haven't had a lot of layovers. Not a lot of missed flights, thank God. But I would say Toronto's pretty good. My brother and I were coming home from Las Vegas, and we slept in the airport because the two donkeys that we are missed our flight coming out of Vegas. It was just a couple years ago. You know that story. Um, I'm sorry, man. Toronto was just a little too big for me. That airport, like I put on 11,000 steps just switching planes in Toronto. It's too big. I really like the Calgary airport. I, I know every square inch of it. You don't want to be laid over in Regina because you could be stuck there for days. You? What would you say for yeah. Canadian Airport? You travel a lot. I know. Um, the Vancouver Airport's good. I, I think a lot of options. I, I think the big thing for me, if you're laid over, is, yeah, how big is it? But for me, it's like the food and, and beverage options, right? What is there for places to eat, coffee shops, yeah. things like that? Um, you know, I'll, I'll say this, because I was in Hawaii not that long ago. I think it was in April. And the thing about the airport, and I understand you know, big out, why I think it's a bad layover, because we were, I was waiting to get on the plane home, and it's raining. And the airport is outside. It's not an indoor building. It's all outside with little huts and stuff. And there's like the pergola roof, you know, the ones with the slotted boards, but spaces in between. So it's raining, yeah. and it's raining on you. So there's nowhere to get out of the rain. There's like one little room. So if you're stuck there overnight because the thing can't go because of a storm or something like that, you're in a lot of trouble. There's nowhere to hide. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says even the new part of the YYC airport, Ron? Yes, even the new part of the airport. Because they give you a ride on the yes. little tram. So, again, Calgary's the airport. If you're going to be laid over in Canada, that's where you want to be. And Atlanta, for our listeners right now, in Georgia, pretty darn good in the U.S. of A. I'm surprised that didn't make the top list. Because you got the Braves restaurant. You got the Hawks restaurant. You just about every darn team. And it's the You got the uh, CNBC store. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, Calgary's, Calgary's WestJet Lounge yeah. has been rated the best lounge in Canada. And I was in Toronto's as a guest. Horrible. Horrible. Bad. We got a break. We'll be back. It is uh, hour two of the RP show. We'll get into those NFL games and then what? Tonight's NHL games. The big one in Winnipeg tonight in the dub. And whatever the viewers want to get into. Lou coming up as well. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent because you deserve to live your best life and the Chime Checking Account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. A little extra money goes a long way, which is why the Chime checking account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com slash Goals24. That's Chime.com slash Goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Laid back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Okay. 
and the Moose. And uh, here is a guarantee. In 60 seconds or less, we'll get back to the actual sports talk. There's the Moose. Uh, we were talking, that survey came out about the best and worst cities in America to have a layover in. From the viewers, Mark Zosel in Melford says, Atlanta Airport is a great place to kill a few hours. Ryan in New York says, Jackson Hartfield in Atlanta is a great airport, as is O'Hare in Chicago. Jennifer from the Four Seasons says, don't know if it's better now, but I had a layover in Calgary from 2.30 to 6.30 a.m. Nothing was open. It was horrible. Nothing's open in any airport from 2.30 to 6.30 in the morning. Nowhere. That's not just a Calgary thing. And John Ohm in Winnipeg, Darren Ohm, says, Palm Springs Airport is pretty sweet. Just hated leaving California. I've never been in the Palm Springs Airport. But while in the Calgary Airport, I walked past the departure gate of a WestJet flight going to Palm Springs. I saw all the people lined up. I was like, that looks like a box of Q-tips. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Did you I get know it? exactly what you mean. <laughs> okay. Everybody lined All up. the white tops. All the white tops. Okay. Palm Springs. People yeah. are catching up. Yeah, old, old people. Um, yeah. So another notification. I can't remember who was the first to report it today. Maybe it was the Dolphins themselves that the Dolphins have ruled out Tua Tunga Viola for s what day is the game? This weekend's wild card playoff game. It's Sunday, right, against the Buffalo Bills. I do want to spend a minute on those. Darren and I played Deal or No Deal way back in hour one. Yeah, it's the first of a Sunday triple header. Miami at Buffalo. Going into the day at Bet Regal, the Bills were favored by eight and a half. That was with Tua playing. Injured or not, thought he was going to play. Today, the Dolphins ruled out their starting quarterback to even dress. So the ramifications of that game, I almost got to think. There's a lot of Dolph fans saying, why are we even going to go up there? What's your read on this game? And, then, and and as you answer that, I'll check and see if Bet Regal has updated their betting line on that because the last we looked, it was eight and a half for the Bills. Yeah, I mean, stay away from it. I mean, if you want, yeah, sure. But for the most part, stay away from it because I I don't see any. I don't see very many paths to victory for the Dolphins in this game. I just don't. I don't see without 13. Tua. Yeah. So that's pretty consistent amongst the other books. Now, um, 13 is where we thought we'd land on that game. If you got in at nine or eight and a half for, for the Bills, great. I hope you put a lot down on it because uh, you got great great odds early at the beginning of the week. But um, Buffalo should, by all accounts, roll. If they don't, it'll be the upset of the season. No kidding. And I think it's Skylar Thompson that's getting the start, I believe. <laughs> Mike Lee is watching in Hawaii. He got it. He said a box of Q-tips. Beautiful. Did you originally Beautiful. get what I was saying, Darren? Or are you just pretending that you got what I was saying? No, Did you Palm Springs. It's not where you, young people don't travel to Palm Springs, typically. It literally looked like a box of Q-tips. White head, white head, white head, white... Yeah, white hair. Um... Regarding bad trades, and I don't even know how we got on that. Devin's watching in Burns Lake, B.C. and says, Good morning, Rod. Let's not forget the Jets trading Chris Draper to Detroit for a dollar. With a hockey move that dumb, they deserved to lose their franchise. Nothing. No, 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 no. You can talk about terrible trades. Tamu, Draper, Howard Chuck, nobody deserves to lose their franchise. Um, you know, I had a lot of fun, obviously, with the CFL thing, Bombers, Riders. The first fan base to turn and the ice to melt was Winnipeg because we always kind of got each other. We respected. We hated each other, me and Winnipeg, but we we got each other. You know, took me a lot of butt kissing in Calgary, man. A lot. <laughs> I went through like a case of chapstick. But finally, we got it. They like us in Calgary, finally. Um, Dave, by the way, regarding the comedian that said, you aren't cheering for the player, you're cheering for the uniform. It is, in fact, Seinfeld. How about that? I don't own. I just can't. 
But, but again, that's just me. I mean, I don't want to get sidetracked. I want to talk about the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. But it's, it's terrible, man. I'm getting, like I was telling you this morning, I got people urging me to get back into play-by-play, whether it be with a team or with a, a network. And I just, I, I don't really want to do it primarily because I really enjoy what I'm doing now, right? But the other thing is when we had players cut over the years or traded away with the Rough Riders, really good friends, obviously Darian Durant. Another one that really comes to mind is Reggie Hunt, who was, what should I say, come to the forefront this week because his TCU was in the national championship. He was posting stuff everywhere on his social media. Reggie the Reaper. They're like, Rod, you got to get me on the show. I can tell my side of the story. And I'm like, this is when I was the voice of the Rough Riders. So I'm like, I, I'd like to, but I can't. And I really like the ability that we have now to bring on anybody that wants to tell their side of the story. Back then, I, I just couldn't do it. And everybody understood why. And, but yeah. those players were miffed at the time. Thankfully, they got over it. But that's just something when you're the voice of the team, you just it's really hard to host a talk show and try and be a reporter and also call the games. It's really hard. This is more fun. It's a lot less stressful. Now... Being a fan, this kind of does dovetail and segue into that Dallas-Tampa Bay game. I'm shocked. I might lose a little sleep over this on the weekend. Cowboys at Tampa Bay. Cowboys favored by two and a half. And that's the thing with betting. It's so much fun. I mean, we all knew Georgia was going to beat TCU Monday night in the Natty. The question was by how much and by half. By the end of the first quarter, we knew they were going to cover. I could go to bed. The Cowboys have never beaten Tom Brady, Darren. They've never beaten Tom Brady. Did you watch Get Up this morning? You can watch any show, NFL Network, they're going to point this out. Tom Brady's never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. Brady's at home Monday night against Dallas in the playoffs. And the Cowboys are still favored by two and a half. I'm losing sleep because, as Serena said, if you're a dyed-in-the-wool Cowboys fan, or true blue was her term, a true blue Cowboys fan, you'll cheer for the Cowboys. And I'm like, I, I probably will for that reason. But I just, you're, you're not, I, I wrote this down, you're not going with that bet, huh? You're taking the Bucks to win? Yeah, I'll take the Bucks. The odds makers don't like the Bucks this year, and I get that. They've been wildly inconsistent. They've been wildly inconsistent. Tom, although he set the completions record, almost 500 completions this year, he's been inconsistent at times. Still managed to put up some yards, but what does Tom do? Tom peaks at the right time. So you look at the 200-yard game for Mike Evans. You look at getting Godwin involved. You look at Burnett. They've been slowly rising up at the end of the season and i think that tampa's you know playing some of the best football we've seen over the last three weeks of their entire season and dak has been underwhelming the last really half of the season dak's been largely underwhelming oh yeah i think I, i like tom in this situation i really do if you're telling me it's tom versus dak one game i'm taking tom people writing in with their predictions on this game i knew that the NFL would be a hot-button topic here right now on this Wednesday of the Wild Card Week. From, a, from the viewers, Jenna in Southern California says, the Dallas Cowboys will win the Super Bowl. And we can't win the Super Bowl unless we win on Monday. So let's just walk it back. Um, hang on. Jeff the Stamps fan says, happy birthday to Calgary Stampeders head coach and GM Dave Dickinson. I didn't know that. That didn't come up in my birthdays today on my Facebook feed. Who's did? Rough Riders owner Tom Shepard. Jeff Armstead, my good and close friend, E. And there was somebody else in there. Jeff the Stamps fan goes on to say, Rod, I hope to see you back at the Gray Eagle soon. We will be there this spring and into the summer. And to be honest... I can't wait. I can't wait. I know, you know, Darren knows the plan. Certain people know the plan. I haven't moved to Florida. I'm spending the winter in Florida. Anybody that's followed my career for years, which Jeff, the Stamps fan, probably didn't before I started doing this show, I would spend gobs of time in Arizona in the wintertime, in Arizona, in the winter. 
and do my show from there on the radio. Now I'm doing it from Florida. It's just a winter thing, y'all. Chill. And we'll be back at the Gray Eagle with we've already the talks are in place. Ryan in New York says the Cowboys are playing in their Navy jerseys. They've never won a playoff game in their Navy jerseys. I'm going to need some meditation. Meditation. I may also need some medication. I saw somebody say on social media, Darren, that if he had to do it all over again, he would have never become a fan of any sports team because you're signing up for 99% pain. How would you respond to that first before I give my thought on that? Stop. Stop. I mean, if you want to not get invested in something, there, there, is, there is no situation, none, where you buy into something or put time into something where it's 100% good and positive. doesn't exist. doesn't exist. And I would say, what's your net outcome? Because the wins, the, the positivity you get from the wins far, outweigh, far outweighs the pain that you suffer from the losses. So one win... One Super Bowl can satisfy a decade or two decades worth of losing seasons. So, you well, know, you're in it yes. to invest in something and have some fun. Well, overall, I say if your biggest problems in life are the fortunes of your favorite team, you better consider yourself very damn lucky. Very lucky that your biggest concerns are whether your team wins or loses. That's how I begin and end that that statement right there it should just be a pastime man and i know for so many people it's not but check yourself um jason and red Deer says you're gonna move to calgary aren't you rod no not necessarily but darren have you watched the show 1883 streaming have you watched it not yet have we talked about not that yet. we have you gotta you gotta you gotta I mean, I don't even, we have cable because I have, I, have the, I have the most luxurious sports package known to man. I have everything, which is great. But watch a lot of streaming too. And 1883 yeah. is about a wagon train. I don't think it's a real live story, but it's a wagon train and they're taking their, it's a wagon. I think they're going from Texas to like Oregon. That's the idea. In 1883. And the young girl who looks very much like Jennifer Lawrence from Hunger Games, but isn't. Yeah. They're in this wagon train. And it takes them like six months to go two states. They go pretty slow. And she says in yeah. there, some say we don't have a home. She says, I look at it as we belong to everywhere. And I'm like, if that ain't the RP show right there. Hey, we belong to everywhere. We're doing right. the show from Sask. We're doing the show from Alberta. We're doing the show from Florida. It's fantastic. It's just like the wagon train, 1883. Um, one here from John, and we're going to bring in Lou, and then we'll bring Moose back for overtime. A CFL thought. Um, John and Ohm, John Ohm says, I'm still ticked off that Willie Jefferson signed with Winnipeg. I don't hate the dude, though. I just wish he was still in green and white. He is one heck of a baller. Money talks and everything happens for a reason. And kudos to the Blue Bombers for some very nifty negotiating with the Defensive Player of the Year and two-time Grey Cup champion. Moose, I'll see you for overtime. See you then. We're going to talk some flames next with our good buddy, Captain Lou. It's the RP Show. We're live on Game Plus TV. We are on your favorite podcast platform. We're streaming on YouTube and on the air, 99.1 FM WQEE. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You got to subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of The Rod. Peterson Show. 
Hey, everybody, welcome back. We'll get to the viewer comments and listener comments in a moment. A, a lot of them want to know and have comments about our plans for the spring and summer where the show will be broadcasting from. That's coming up. But first, we got our good friend Peter Labardius, longtime Calgary Flames broadcaster, joining us as the Flames run an off day in St. Louis. How you doing, Lou? Happy New Year, brother. I am good. I am good. Happy New Year to you. Hey, can you please make some sense of it all with the team for which you broadcast the Calgary Flames in a playoff spot nope. as we stand here today? <laughs> no, hey, don't, don't cut nope. in yet. What is your take on loser points, Lou, as you've got two so far on this five-game roadie? Well, I will say this. If you go back to two seasons ago, Rod, the Flames only had three loser points, and it was a big reason. That was the year, by the way, where... It was the Canadian division and the top four that came out of there as far as the playoffs are concerned. And the Flames finished behind Montreal in part, not completely, because they only had three loser points while the Montreal Canadiens had 11. So points do matter. Uh, the Flames were in a position in both games on this trip. Certainly in Chicago was a big disappointment and even last night was a big disappointment. It was only the second game they've lost all year um, when they entered the third period with the lead. So uh, I cut in quickly because I can't really make sense of it, but I will try in this regard. Believe it or not, going back to last year, which was viewed as a dream season for the Calgary Flames, do you know, Mr. Peterson, that on this very day, 42 games in, the Calgary Flames only had four more points at this time than they did a season mm. ago. They were in a wild card spot at this time a season ago. Their goals for were very similar within five a year ago. The difference is two things. Expectations for this team went sky high. And B, they've given up a half a goal less, half a goal more per game. That's where the difference lies. Is that defensive player goaltending? Uh, it's a combination of everything. And in fact, uh, maybe outside of last night, Jacob Markstrom started slow. Daniel Vladar has actually had a very, very good season. But I don't think this team as a whole has checked as well. And they are a team that needs to check really well in all three zones to be successful. And that has not happened consistently enough and offensively. It's been a lot of feast or famine, Rod. But take the last two nights, for example. They end up giving up four in Chicago and four in St. Louis. For this team, three should probably be enough to win. And in this market, there's a lot of focus on what the record is when they score three. And it is good. But I always look at the record for this group when they give up two or less. Well, it's interesting. You look at all the changes Ken Holland's done up the road, and Edmonton had a great finish last year. You look at Calgary, the changes in the offseason. Shoot, last trade deadline getting Tyler Toffoli. As we get approach the trade deadline this year, is there talk of what the Flames need, Lou, or are you of the mind that, my gosh, dance with who you brought? Like they've gone undergone a big enough makeover. No, I, I think, Rod, that, you know, in the marketplace, there's still a huge need and want for a potential top six forward, especially if he was to play on the right side and be a right-handed shot. For me personally, one of the big setbacks for this team, and he is currently skating and is in the assistance program, but it's not necessarily the assistance program that the NHL provides for what you might think. I don't know exactly what it is, but Oliver Shillington, who had a very good season and a breakout year and was a big part of the Flames' top four, has not played. Um, I think this team certainly will need to find out an answer, whether he's going to come back, when that might happen, and it's going to take him some time to be ready to get back into a game position. So if he is not coming back for me personally, 
I would look to add another veteran defenseman in order to just get the seven guys that you feel really, really comfortable with. I, I think that's incredibly important for this team. Lou, you talk about the Flames enough, so let's talk about another passion of yours. The Western Excellent. Hockey League and and God's team, the Regina Pats. Connor Bedard's <laughs> going to finish this season and probably his junior career in red, white, and blue. Your thoughts on what's gone down or hasn't gone down the last couple days with the trade deadline? Well, I'll start first with, with Connor. And in the past, Rod, if you were to ask me about this situation, I probably would have been on the other side of this equation. But in the case of Connor Bedard, first of all, um, you and I have both been around the Western League for our whole lifetimes. And have there been other great players that have been in the league? Absolutely, without a doubt. Whether it's Sackick, Flurry, Medano, um, you know, I could list a million of them that have gone on to great NHL careers and Hall of Fame NHL careers. But I don't know if we've ever had a guy with this kind of star power, and especially now after what occurred in, in Halifax in the last couple of weeks. And, and I don't know if the Regina Pats could get enough value back. And in talking to certain people, and I don't always agree, I always think that if you have an opportunity to set up your franchise for a long time, especially when someone's only going to be with you for a couple of more months, 99 times out of 100, I might lean the other way. But in this case, to have Connor Bedard always be known as Regina Pat, um, I think it has great value. And I think it has great value to the organization. And listen, even a year ago, you and I would have been having a different conversation. Now, I just like, what would you have had to give up? Your arena? Um, <laughs> you know, and then when I take a look at, you know, the, the Kamloops trade that brought outstanding defenseman Olin Zellweger over, well, I hope you win the Memorial Cup. And I, I don't, you know, I don't blame them necessarily, but holy cow, four first rounders just to start with. But you know, you're in, and he's going to be a, incredibly significant piece so is Hofer he'll be a big help on their depth up front but yeah in Connor's situation for me it's a little bit more it's a little bit more complex and um, obviously Regina sees it the same way which is why they elected to hang on I thought it was classy of them to let him make up his mind on what he wants to do that's rare and uh, you and I both are Pats for life, and I will love them no matter what. So I support their decision. Um, as far as what they would get back, something's better than nothing. There, there would be nothing of equal value for what he's worth. I'm with you. But um, it's good karma. Good karma, I think, allowing the kid to make the decision. And the Pats have a so are you, are, are you on the, yeah. Are you on the other side of the fence? Ah, I've been saying he should be traded for the last year and a half. What I'm saying is I'll respect their decision to not if that's what they think is best for the player and that's what he wants. Does that answer the question? It, it does. It does answer the question. And, and I also, like I said, in, in the past, 99 times out of 100, I'm leaning the other way and probably strongly the other way. Mm -hmm. Strongly the other way. Uh, this, 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 Wayne, one, this one seems different and feels different. Yes, it does. Special player, special team. It's a different situation. We're agreeing here, you and I. Uh, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. watching says, that's a great point, Lou. Connor will always be known as a Regina Pat. To me, uh, everybody's saying that. To me, that's ego. Who really cares if he's called on draft day from the Kamloops Blazers, Connor? But who really cares when if the Pats for the next two, three years are in last place and the rink is empty? <laughs> Which... Could it's happen. fair. It's, you know? it's 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 yeah. it's very fair. It, it's always it's yeah. always very fair. But listen, even yeah, with him fun... this year in Regina, and there's other factors to that. 
So it, listen, Wayne, I, I don't I don't disagree, but I do disagree a little bit on the fact that when it comes to marketing, when it comes to Connor maybe having some influence down the road as to why you should go to Regina, that might net you some players that you wouldn't get through yeah. even his association based on your experience. Yeah, this ain't over yet. Lou, ship ahoy. Let the good times roll. Appreciate you. Yeah, right back at you, pal. Happy New Year and uh, enjoyed having a chance to uh, dig in to the Connor story. Have a great day. You betcha. You too, bud. The great Peter Labardius, Captain Lou, Calgary Flames broadcaster. Overtime's next. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. Okay, here we go for overtime. It's brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the NFL Wild Card Weekend. This upcoming weekend, game Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And, of course, the UFC as well. Let's bring in Darren Moose Dupont. Boy, what a week. What a year. We've had a fantastic New Year, Moose, with some great shows. I've got you. i got all these written down. You on the All-Star Game. I'm going to get you in trouble and say, Darren DuPont says if you're old, <laughs> you don't matter. <laughs> so be ready for that. That should Deal be the clickbait no Exactly. Um, Dean Millard on Oilers goalies. Lou on loser points. Flames needs. And Connor Bedard. So there's all of that. Man, I think we could have some fun with this Cowboys-Bucks game on uh, Monday night. And shoot, it ain't till next week, don't you know? We could still... We... David in Winnipeg is watching on Game Plus TV. He writes in, he says, it's not a Jersey thing, it's a Jarrah thing. They've won three playoff games this century. Blame the Jerry, not the Jersey. How about that? The fact that they've, they've never won a playoff game in the Navies, which is what they're going to wear Monday night. Uh, Jarrah and his fans and supporters will tell you they've won three Super Bowls under Jerry Jones. I'm just going to try to recuse myself somewhat from the whole thing. It's going to be a long weekend in anticipation, Darren, and I, I feel kind of bad for you that the Titans didn't make it. What's your assessment on that? Yeah, well, um, the Titans lost seven in a row. And I'm pretty sure the timeline lines right up to the Todd Downing DUI. <clears throat> got off the plane after a win, had a few pops uh, on the plane, got a DUI on the way home. The Titans never dealt with it. They never let him go. Never won a game since. Bad karma around the group. Is that what the, and, and they weren't that what the GM was fired? No, the GM was fired for a few reasons. I mean, the A.J. Brown trade, um, one of them. And at the end of the day, the group just doesn't have enough talent right now. There's not enough talent. They've got one of the best coaches in the league. They're scrappy. Their defense is good. They're going to be in just about every game they play. You saw how well they played against Dallas with Dobbs as a quarterback who came off a practice roster. They challenged, you know, the Jags in the uh, final game of the regular season, but just not enough talent. <laughs> Kevin, the medium, writes in and says, another great show. These shows are amazing. I like that, Kevin, the medium. We'll take him. We like people with that opinion. Bingo! Uh, Mark, Mark in Melfort, by the way, says, hey, Rod, did the WHL teams get a cut of the gate when they play on the road? Just asking because of CB98 in Regina. As a guy that's worked in the league 20 years, I have to say... No. And I do remember, I often remember saying in Regina, when we hosted a home playoff game, it was $75,000 to the bottom line. $75,000. I don't ever, per game, I don't believe we had to share that with the opposition. CFL, 
I think is a bit of a different story, but in the dub, I don't think they share it. And so back to our, uh, I apologize that I can't get to all of the viewer comments today. There's been a ton. People are very excited, Darren, about the spring and summer, as am I. We will be back in Canada, Western Canada. We'll be doing shows from the bunker. We'll be doing shows from Alberta. I'm trying to find some of the comments and I can't. I think it's Randy from Winnipeg pointed out that the thousandth show lines up with the Stanley Cup playoffs and thinks that we'll be in Winnipeg or should be in Winnipeg for the 1,000th show. And I wouldn't discount that. Um, I will say that we're working with advertisers and potential advertisers on a very... Picture this, Julia Roberts, pretty woman. Big, huge promotions for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Right, Darren? And locations and plans. Very excited about it. Um, So stay tuned. That's all that I want to say. I'm just saying it's very exciting. As my guy Mike, who's watching in Hawaii right now, said, because the greatest thing for you guys is nobody can tell you what to do because nobody's ever done it before. And that is a fact. Jack. So we continue to kind of plan it as we go with a little bit of, uh, you know, we got some guidance and stuff, but... All I know is we will be in Western Canada for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Last minute of play in the RP show today. And uh, CFL season, I mean, having the commissioner on and a head coach yesterday of the Alouettes was a great cue for everybody that we're going to be aligning with the Canadian Football League moving forward into 2023. What did we say, Darren? It's been unbelievably positive start to the new year. That's the idea, right? Uh, No time for negativity. And no time for, you know, that type of thinking. It's all positive all the time. So I love it. Love the support of everybody. Also, Ryan O'Radio. I'm telling you, man, we were rocking out in the house today to WQE. I put it on. We were loving the hard rock (laughs) on the key. And they just stop it for our show at noon Eastern. Uh, I can't get to all these comments. Just thank you, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow, noon Eastern, right here on Game Plus. And the key. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.